0: Hi, and welcome to NACIO Voices, where we talk all things state IT. I'm Amy Glasscock in Lexington, Kentucky.
1: And I'm Alex Whitaker in Washington, DC. Today, we're talking privacy with New York State Chief Privacy Officer, Michelle Jones.
0: Michelle is the first person to hold the role officially in the Empire State, and today we're going to catch up with her and find out what she's working on. Michelle, welcome to NACIO Voices, and thanks so much for joining us.
2: Thank you, Amy. I'm excited to be here.
1: Hey, Michelle, great to have you. Um, Before we dive into the questions, I'm sure our listeners would like to learn a little bit about your professional background and how you ended up as New York's State Chief Privacy Officer.
2: Okay. I'm an attorney and have dedicated my entire career until now to service in the public sector K-12 environment. I served as general counsel to a large local educational agency, as well as um, serving as a school administrator and data protection officer. Which led to my career, my current role as the Chief Privacy Officer for the Office of Information Technology Services for New York State.
1: Awesome. That's really interesting. So about half of the states have a Chief Privacy Officer or a Privacy Lead, but they're all structured a little differently. How's the role structured in your state? Who do you report to and what does your job entail?
2: I report to chief general counsel, and my job is to be the champion for a premier customer centric digital experience, which allows New Yorkers to confidently interact with state agencies in their pursuit of the critical state services and resources. So in creating this office, we looked at the mission of the Privacy Office, which is to foster a customer-centric approach to digital state services. We do that by partnering with state agencies to embed privacy and transparency throughout the entire lifecycle of agency systems. We're really looking to preserve a data subject's rights to provide informed consent to data use to understand how data will be used, how to access data, and how to amend or correct data. Really, one of my most important functions in this job is uh, to build relationships with key stakeholders and strategically introduce the concept of privacy into our digital services offering.
1: Got it. Thank you. That's really interesting.
0: I know that New York had somebody working on privacy issues before you started, but you are the first official chief privacy officer in New York. And just like the role is structured differently in the States, the motivation for hiring a chief privacy officer is often different as well. So what was the motivation for New York to make the role official and hire someone dedicated to privacy full-time?
2: The role of the chief privacy officer is so important to New York state government because Um, As the demand for digital state services has increased, so has the need to process an increased amount of person identifiable or sensitive information. And we realize in New York state, data is a valuable resource and an individual's right to privacy must be protected. So we as New Yorkers are becoming more aware of privacy rights and are more concerned about how state government is handling our information, um, New York State is addressing these concerns by emphasizing the importance of privacy by appointing me to the role of chief privacy officer, so I can lead the data privacy initiatives at an enterprise level.
0: Yeah, that that is great. Those are you know kind of the same reasons that NACIO explains for why so many more states have chief privacy officers than they did even five years ago. So um, definitely some global motivations there, I think. So, Michelle, privacy and security, of course, often go hand in hand. What is your working relationship like with New York's Chief Information Security Officer?
2: Uh, our Chief Information Security Officer is Chris Desane. In um, my working relationship with the Chief Information Security Officer and his entire team is collaborative. So, the roles of Chief Privacy Officer and Chief Information Security Officer overlap in certain aspects but cover their own unique aspects of business operations. At New York State ITS, we use a holistic approach to ensure privacy and security needs are met in the design process. We collaborate across bureaus with the design team, as well as the security and portfolio teams. And as the chief privacy officer, I integrate privacy design into digital state services, leveraging the processes already in place in the agency. So while the chief information security officer and his team protects information from accidental or intentionally um, unauthorized access, this involves everything from physical security and uh, of the storage devices to the software applications and all of the associated systems and infrastructures. But my role as the chief privacy officer is really to foster that customer-centric approach to digital state services. And again, it's by working collaboratively with the security officer's team to embed that privacy and transparency throughout the lifecycle of the systems. So I guess I would end by saying we can't be experts in everything. So we have to rely on each other to fill in the gaps. So here at in New York State at ITS, it's about building a strategy together to develop an enterprise approach to how data is being collected, retained, used, and secured. That's great.
1: That's yeah, that's that's so great to hear. And I think it's an approach that so many states are, are looking at across the board. You know, whole of state is is obviously the way to go. So it's it's really interesting to hear how you all are incorporating that. So what's something that you're working on right now that you'd like to share?
2: Well, right now we're working on improving the people experience in New York State. This definitely includes the concept of data privacy. Again, data privacy is about building trust with our constituents, and it's really by protecting their data that we build their trust. So we're focused on that customer-centric experience in everything we do. Now, this concept of prioritizing the resident experience definitely starts at the top. Earlier this year, Governor Hochul announced a plan to make government work better for New Yorkers by transforming the way New Yorkers access services and benefits from state agencies. So ITS's priorities is to work with all the executive state agencies to streamline and enhance the customer experience, and which includes data privacy. So that's something we're very excited about in New York State.
1: Got it. And I know you've really had your hands full on getting the role established, but um, when you're looking down the the road over the next couple of years, what are your goals for the privacy program?
2: Uh, the goals for the privacy program over the next couple of years definitely start with collaboration. The chief information security officer team and the portfolio management teams are very important to to integrate the the privacy into the state systems. We're working on a privacy impact assessments, building that process into all new projects, creating privacy trainings for different levels of staff at ITS. Um, we're looking at creating a privacy process that integrates into the enterprise risk management strategy for ITS. And we're using a governance risk compliance tool to do that. Last but not least, definitely a goal is creating a career track for privacy positions within ITS through the civil service.
0: Oh, that's great. That sounds really cool. Okay, so I know a big part of the CPO job is education and awareness. So I'd like to ask you, what's one thing from a privacy perspective you wish executive branch employees understood better?
2: I wish executive branch employees understood how important it is to help our staff understand the difference between privacy and security and help them understand why privacy is so important to the New Yorkers using our digital state services.
0: Yeah, I know that there can be a lot of confusion between privacy and security. And so I I would love to hear, you know, just sort of how you explain it to people that are like, what's the difference? You know, we, we have security training. Why do we need privacy training? Or isn't that the same thing?
2: We are going to work with an external partner to help us create a professional training track that explains that point exactly, Amy. It's Mm. important to us that we get the message right, both for our agency and the executive agencies that we serve. So, of course, in my opinion, privacy is about a person's right to control how their data is being used and uh, where it's going, how long it will be stored and what will happen to it once it's no longer necessary. Mm-hmm. And then security is sort of that, that protection, that wrap around um, to keep our data safe. So, but that's a very important message and people need to truly understand that before they can start to understand why it's important to embed the concepts of privacy into our digital state services.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That is so important. Well, I I wish you luck with that endeavor. (laughs) All right. All right, Michelle. Well, we are almost out of time, but of course we will not let you go without a short segment where we ask you three questions about your life outside of work. It's called The Lightning Round. Are you ready? I am ready, Amy. All right. Question one. You get to take a trip anywhere, all expenses paid, but it has to be a place you've been to before. Where do you go?
2: I'd go on a luxury tour of the Greek islands, and I would spend weeks at a time exploring ancient history while basking in the sun and swimming in the Mediterranean Sea. Oh, sounds great. So you've been to the Greek islands before then? I've definitely been to the Mediterranean Sea off the Spanish coast. And so Mm. I hope to be able to expand that by going to uh, the Greek islands. And
0: I like the addition of luxury tour. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, Okay. So if you could no longer be a privacy officer and money were no issue, what would you do as a career?
2: I'd be a teacher in a rural community. Some of the best days of my professional career were the days I spent inspiring students to learn.
0: Love that. Okay. And last question What's something that you hope to do before the summer is over?
2: Well, I want a truly upstate New York summer experience. I want to swim in the lake with my kids and enjoy some quiet evenings around the campfire. That sounds nice. great.
0: When I think of upstate New York summer experience, I just think of all the like summer camps you see in movies from like the 80s and stuff. So well,
2: that sounds very <laughs> <Yes>. idyllic. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Michelle, we really enjoyed our talk. Thanks so much for your time.
2: Thank you both. I appreciated the opportunity to speak with you. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks. Bye bye. Thanks again
0: for listening to NASIO Voices. NASIO Voices is a production of the National Association of State Chief Information Officers or NASIO. Learn more at nasio.org.
1: If you like this episode and think that your network would too, please consider sharing it on your Twitter or LinkedIn page.
0: Talk with you next time.